Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app, by the way. Scroll down to live radio. That is where we are. If you're in your car, you get to where you need to go, Harry. It's called a driveway moment. Uh, in the business, in the radio business, right? Like you're driving to work, you get there, you're like, oh, but they're in the middle of something I want to hear. You have a phone in your pocket, everyone does. Go to the ESPN app, click more on the lower right-hand corner, scroll down to live radio, take us with you. We're in your ears wherever you go. I you can listen. To, I, I use it a lot. Yeah, me too. Yep. You, can li- you can listen to KJM on your smart speaker, just say play ESPN radio. In fact, my Wi-Fi went out during the playoffs, baseball playoffs, and... Uh, all my TVs are hooked up in my apartment to, to Wi-Fi. I live here in the city. And uh, I was thinking, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, the Yankees playing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, was, I, I heard my own voice in my head. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll <laughs> down to live radio. And I listened to the game for a couple innings while it was Well, see, I'm telling all my, was out. my friends and people that I know, you know, because, you know, Fitz and Harry starts January 3rd. Yep. I'm telling all of them, download the app so they can listen to it. And what days and times are that is Fitz and Harry going to be uh, Harry Douglas? January, January. we're going to start January 3rd, which is a Tuesday, but we're going to be every Monday through Friday uh, from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Look so I'm that. excited. Oh, you should be. I'm excited. Uh, this is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. So, Harry, can Tyler Huntley keep the Ravens afloat? Right, what you need from a backup quarterback, a good backup. He's not going to do it for the season, but he's got to tread water while the starter's out. Right. Yep. So Lamar Jackson's hurt. They say three to four weeks. We'll see. Can, and, and by the way, right now they're in first place. The Ravens. Don't forget they beat the Bengals head to head, and Lamar Jackson outplayed Joe Burrow down the stretch of that game. That's why the Ravens won. Can Huntley keep them afloat? In Lamar's absence, do you think? I think he's going to be able to with the simple fact that when I look at the Ravens in their schedule right now, um, the games that they have left, now granted they have three of them that's in the division, and actually four. They have four division games left over. They have the Steelers, they have the Browns, they have the Steelers again, then they have the Bengals, and then in between they have the Atlanta Falcons. Um, It's tough, actually. Those divisional games are tough. I I know. But when I, when I look at Tyler Huntley, though, I look at last year because this was the same situation he was in last year. And the team finished one and three under his helm. You know, it's weird, Harry, because he looked good to me, but they didn't win no, a lot. And, and that was the thing because he actually played well to the fact that he started opening eyes and people were like, OK, well, Lamar Jackson is out. It's OK <laughs> because Tyler Huntley is going to hold things down. Now, granted, the only difference is that Lamar Jackson takes your team to another level. He's a superstar. Not a star. Not a guy. He's a superstar. Tyler Huntley right now, he's a quarterback. You know what I mean? So there's going to be little things here and there that you get from Lamar that you're not going to be able to get from him. But to say the least, he is a guy that can hold the ship afloat. Now, I do think this organization, um, when they were under Ozzie Newsome, Right when they were GM, yep, making their little run or whatnot. He drafted Tory Smith at the time. Smith. GM at the time. Yep, he drafted Tory Smith, brought in Anquan Bolden, had those weapons. 
had though, but they're Raven style yes. receivers. Raven type. They're not Tyreek Hill. They're AJ Brown. You know, they're they're. It's a vert. It's like in other words, they're football player receivers, not just speed demons. I'm not saying Tyreek Hill is like a specialty. He's a great receiver, but I mean they are. They'll block. They'll they're they'll. And I'm glad you said yeah. that because during the draft last year, me, Dominique Foxworth, Jason Fitz, one of the things that we brought up in the draft is that when they started drafting players, oh, he's such a Raven. Oh, right. he fits the mold. They draft guys that fit their mold. Roquan Smith, no one wanted to pay him, right? Because he doesn't sack the quarterback a lot. All he does is tackle. Yep. Yeah, well, that's, that's, a, that's a Baltimore that's Raven. That's a Ravens thing. In, middle linebacker, inside linebacker, lots of tackles, hard nose. Yep. That's the identity of the team. Now, in saying that, I say that because of the simple fact that I do believe this organization, from a standpoint, has failed Lamar Jackson to get him the proper skill position players that he needs to succeed. Because you look around the National Football League, and we were just talking about— Andrew's off- qualified because you talked a lot to me when I said, hey, everyone else, they, you know, the wide receiver means so much, but Patrick Mahomes, who's his Tyree kill, doesn't miss a beat. And you say, oh, because it's really about Travis Kelsey. What about Lamar? He's got a hell of a tight end. But he's not Travis Kelsey. That's we just right. seen Travis Kelsey one-on-one against Jalen Ramsey make him look stupid. Okay. Literally. Okay, so Andrew's not good enough. Well, he, he's good, but he's not going, you know, he, he don't have those fries that'll cross your eyes. Right. He don't have those right. shakes that'll so, make you quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. And it, by the way, Mahomes could use a receiver, actually. Could use a, a number one, yeah. Definitely. But I do believe the Baltimore Ravens, and I thought A.J. Brown was the perfect guy that fits the mold 100%. of that. And then we were also talking, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins is the perfect guy for a Ravens-type offense because you don't have to run crisp routes. You can just throw the football to him, and if it comes anywhere near him, Michael Thomas, he's going to snag it. Michael Thomas is another one. Big body guy, physical tough. Those are the type of guys that the Ravens need. So we're talking about this, of course, because Lamar Jackson suffered a sprained uh, PCL. Um, Which a lot of people are downplaying. It's really bothering me. That was during Sunday's win over Denver. <laughs> PCL, PCL injuries. He'll be but, back. So right, but PCL injuries oftentimes it's one to three weeks. So why why does it bother you that people well, are just downplaying? Because of the way Lamar Jackson plays. And if I don't have a if I don't have a ninety percent Lamar Jackson, then I don't know. Am I risking that? Am I risking? <clears throat> let me let me say something about the Ravens. They're, they're, they were my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl. I realized other teams had better rosters front to back, but I like them to win the Super Bowl. And the reason I did is the previous season, I thought something happened to Lamar Jackson. I thought he turned a corner. He, he actually hit a new level, and that's saying a lot. He was, you know, we do Jersey on this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. Um, what kind of host? We're, handsome host. Um, <laughs> he's not there for his hosting skills. That's eye candy, okay? <laughs> but the point is that we do a Jersey where we rep the player who most deserves it. We pick their Jersey, yep. right? Uh, and I remember three separate weeks. By week 10, I took Lamar three times. In other words, like he was the best player on the planet high, Earth. Max. Three, you know, Mahomes is, is the best the player in the world, offense. but that doesn't mean he's going to be the best out of everyone three separate weeks. You know what I mean? Correct. He might be top three or four three, most of the time. And I thought to myself, as many injuries as they had, they were still winning games. They were in first place when finally Lamar got nicked up, and then he started to slow down. And I thought if they could just get a little healthier, they're going to win the whole thing. He's motivated without the contract, the whole thing. He's made some bad decisions in the fourth quarter. 
and they're hurt again a lot. You know, like, and they don't have the receiver. But because I gotta say he this: has to be Superman. I hear Every that Harry game he goes out there. But the point because I'm of make, what they're lacking. The point I'm making is this: I haven't moved off them as my Super Bowl pick to win the whole thing. And the reason I haven't is this: and the reason I think they're a great sleeper pick is they have had a fourth quarter lead in every single game they've played this season. That tells me a lot. Oh, well, the so you have to play all four quarters. Yeah, Sherlock, no kidding. But not every all their losses. There, in other words, you really do control your own destiny when you can get to the fourth quarter with a lead. Yep. So yes, they have to clean some things up. Yes, that's true. But it's in there. When I see a team as a fourth quarter in every game, guys, we're heading into what is it, week fourteen, and the, they've had a fourth quarter lead in every game. That tells me they can win the Super Bowl, Harry. And, I, and I'll bring it up. The Dolphins game, they lost 42-38, to 38, right? Should have won that game. Yep. They let them come back. You talk about the Buffalo Bills game. They was up in that one. They By the way, pre-Roquan Smith. That was pre-Roquan Smith. Exactly. And then the New York Giants, they were up in that one. They lost 24-20. to 20. And then the most recent one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, they lost 28-27. to 27. So it's not even like they're losing these games by a ton of points either. They're actually losing them close. But I will tell you, part of the game – is finishing. For they sure. have an issue finishing. That's why the odds are not that's why the odds are against it. I just still think Lamar's going to do it. All right, every day but he's got to get back and get healthy. Uh, and by the way, Tyler Huntley's got to tread water now. Every day we've been telling you that all you have to do to win $2500 each hour was listen for the winning word and text it in. That's how simple it really was. It's was the easiest contest ever. It's not a contest, just text in a winning word. That wasn't uh, easy enough for some, apparently, Harry. Cuz we picked winner for every hour's winning word. But of the 80 people we texted to give them $2,500 each, we gave away $200,000 over 20 shows. Cash. Not everyone claimed their prize, believe it or not. Disappointing. And with the holidays coming up, we thought it was crazy not to give that money away, right? Very kind of you. So, their loss is your gain. We've got more money to give away. We'll give you all the details on Monday's show. Make sure you tune, tune in to hear more. Um, hey Harry, remember when Aaron Rodgers did his deal last offseason? The way it was structured, it's like, are we going to go through this again <laughs> next offseason? Well, Uh-oh. next offseason's coming right up. Are we going to have another offseason filled with where will Aaron Rodgers play? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Breaking news, Bill's star pass rusher Von Miller will miss the rest of the season with a torn ACL. They went to get Von because these big games are about player. There's that leadership intangible. There are a lot of guys in that Bill's locker room that have no idea how to win a championship. Don't feel sorry for me because I am good. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay and Dan Graziano with us now, ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano. What's going on, Dan? Uh, not a lot, Max. What's going on with you? Is Dan's mic on? Because I can't hear him in my in my ear. Can you guys hear him? I couldn't hear him in my ear either. Hey, Paulie, I think uh, Graz needs a little help over here with the mic. By the way, I will say this, though, Max. I would love to uh, do another NFL game with Dan Graziano. Mm-hmm. We had the luxury of doing the Eagles and Colts game together. and mm-hmm. Very luxurious. Dan was a wonderful sideline reporter in that game. So being able to toss to Dan. Wait, Colts and who? Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Eagles beat him right at the end. Yep. Can I mean, you guys hear me now? No. No. Oh. Not only was that a good I'm game. great stuff. Is not only was that a good game, but if not for a missed face mask, just Saturday beats the, the Eagles. Well, it was a lot of things that happened in that game. Like, I know, but that play, like, at that point in the game, if the, it's right in front of the rest. And by the way, I know the Eagles got victimized by a missed face mask the week before. But it happened to the Colts. Like I thought, Jeff's team. I thought the Colts should have won that game. Their defense played phenomenal. I just thought they had so many missed opportunities from the offensive side of the ball. Like uh, I remember, Paris Campbell was like a third and six situation, and he dropped the football, and they settled for a field goal there. You pick up that first down, potentially score a touchdown. It's a different ball game. That's and why. Then, then they got the ball like first and five, first and goal at like the four or five. And I think the play selection, I think that's when the inexperience of Park Frazier start to show up in that game. That's yeah. why people like, can you, oh, I hear, I think I hear you. Go you ahead. came back on? There you go. Oh, that's that's why I think people are so high on the Cowboys now because they thrashed them, right? But even that game, when I fell asleep, it was a two-point game. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. I, yes, missed, I missed the fourth quarter, Cowboys-Colts. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I fell asleep. Me too. Yeah. Same exact, I, honestly, Dan, I couldn't believe it when I woke up. I was like, day. what happened? 33 Wait, how could that be? The sc- how'd they get to 50? I was really it's thinking, Jeff Saturday yeah. almost beat the Eagles. No. He's going to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> Jen, I woke up. I was like, oh my God. Didn't, didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jeff's, yeah, yeah he's got what he's got. You know, I think he's, it's going to be a struggle. Anyway, yes, that was fun. I enjoy that. That was your first one, right? Wasn't that your first radio game? Yep. Wouldn't have known. Appreciate it, bud. Vaughn Miller is out for the season. I don't know if you heard, heard about I it. I did. Uh, I did Dan. hear about it. I, I followed the league on some level. What do you think? <laughs> I think they're in trouble. When but I, Brandon Bean, the Bills GM, would tell you, he told me earlier this year, the reason they went out and got Vaughn Miller and paid an, an extremely high price in free agency to get him is because their last two years in the playoffs, they lost because they couldn't get Patrick Mahomes on the ground on third down. And Vaughn Miller is the finisher in that pass rush that they felt like they were missing. Sure enough, Bills go to Kansas City earlier this season. I was at that game, too. 
Vaughn took over the game in the last couple last couple times the Chiefs had the ball, and he did exactly what they brought him in to do. So they're thinking, oh, this is great. This was the missing piece. This is the Super Bowl closer. This guy's won with two different teams. So I don't know how they replace it. I, I don't think it's – I mean, the, the edge rushers they still have are going to have to step up to a level that – they haven't in the past, or else they wouldn't have signed Von Miller. So it's a significant loss. And if they run into the Chiefs in the playoffs, or a number of other teams, by the way, I mean, the AFC's stacked, they're, they're going to have a problem. Dan, you know, it's so funny. As you're saying that, we're showing video on ESPNU. And when you say, like, guys like Mahomes are able, and even guys who aren't mobile, like Tom Brady, like the great ones, the greatest yeah. of all time, the, the defender has him. It's right there. He just gets the ball off. And here Mahomes is scrambling. Yeah. And we're showing, as you were saying what you were saying, Mahomes is scrambling. He's going to make it happen. Is he going to? And Von Miller just grabs the ankle and, and gets him. Just gets him, whereas another guy just misses and him. And that's why Von Miller's going to be in a Hall of Fame. But, I mean, like, you're right. Like, uh, last week I had Chiefs Bengals, and the whole lead up to that game, Chris Jones is talking about a, a missed sack on Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game last year that they feel like helped cost them the game. Like, that is so important, right? That third down situation where the quarterback just has that extra half second to make the play. Otherwise, you know, if you could have brought him down. So that's what the Bills felt like they were missing going into the offseason. They felt like they found it in Von Miller. Now they don't have him. You know, it's it's a simple math problem right now. Like, they, they don't have that. That's a key part of their equation. Now, I would take it a step further, man. Even when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes who's been phenomenal, who's one of the great quarterbacks in the game today, when he's lining up to pass that football in certain situations and he knows that Von Miller yeah. is coming off that edge, that is in the back of his mind. That's in his quarterback clock mind. Versus yeah. when he doesn't have him, you're not worried about anything. Right. You're like, okay, I can – I can still be do my right. He's not. He's not. He's not locked in on like where is. And no offense to the young man, but like AJ Epinesa, like like that's not. It's not the same thing. And and I think that's a look. The bill are the Bills good enough to win the Super Bowl? Of course, they were good enough to win the Super Bowl last year, but they didn't. And they felt like they need to. They needed to address a specific reason why. And now the answer that they came up with is no longer available to them. Um, Are we going to have? Yet another offseason. And the way I recall, Dan, you have to remind me of the details, but I remember, oh, wait a minute, the way they structured that deal, we could be going through this again next year, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. We are, could. Are, so so are, is that what we're about to see? Where's Aaron Rodgers going to play again next season? I think it's simpler this time, right? Because the way they structured the deal, it, the, the Packers hope that it provides incentive for Aaron Rodgers to come back. I mean, it's $60 million if he comes back next year. And so their thought is, well, who wouldn't want $60 million? Well, let me stop you just for one second. Yeah. Wouldn't he command at least $60 million from any team? Like, wouldn't any team that wants a How quarterback... How many teams could afford to do it? But see, I, I don't, right. I don't, well, that's a good I, point. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think like so. It's already in their budget. Here's the remaining contract on, uh, it's on ESPN. I think now. it's at a certain place... Fifty-three and a half. I honestly think Aaron Rodgers will uh, reconstructure his deal if he's in a certain place. Well, he could, but, but say, not uh, to San get, Francisco. Right now, not to get too into the weeds here, but you know that would require a lot of machinations, right? Like on the part of the Packers, like there, there's an option bonus they can they can wait to pick it up, but then the um, right then you could trade him to San Francisco. You, for example, San Francisco would then have to redo the deal itself. Yes, right, but more money. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. And San Francisco's got a lot of investment, obviously, in, in, the, in the young guy, Trey Lance, because of the draft capital they gave up to get him. Yes, it's like, here's the thing. Like, it, it, let's try and make it simple. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Packers and says, I want to be traded, they can do it. 
it would be difficult. It would be financially difficult for them in terms of the salary cap, but it's doable with his cooperation. So what has to happen here in the remaining month of the season, early part of the offseason, is the Packers have to have honest conversations with Aaron Rodgers. Are you coming back? Do you want to play somewhere else? Are you going to retire? They need to get his answer. And once they do, they can operate their offseason. But I, I think it's simpler because last year it was, does he want to come back at all? If so, what does the contract look like? Now we know what the contract looked like. It's on the books. So we know what the different steps would be uh, depending on his decision. I'm trying to think of like the San Francisco 49ers with Aaron Rodgers. It's ridiculous, right? Who are other teams where he would make sense based on based on their need for quarterback Giants. where he would want to play? Giants, Jets, <clears throat> Saints. Yep. So, um, so, so like they're, I just have to Raiders. imagine, Dan, you're right about the trickiness of the cap space and everything, but I have to imagine that if Rodgers essentially opted out, mm-hmm. he would make more money in so doing. And, and there are certain situations where he'd all, also be in a better position to win at this point. Sure, but well, unless as, unless Christian Watson keeps catching two touchdowns a game, right? I mean, it's not as simple as opting out. The, the Packers do have some. I mean, the contract gives them some leverage. Like you don't have to trade him, uh, and if he doesn't show up, you don't have to pay him. But yeah, I, I mean, look, it, it's we're it's we're in the speculation stage. I personally think that if Rodgers was going to leave the Packers, it would have happened this past offseason or the one before. I feel like that was the prime opportunity. And once he did this contract in March. Once he let it be known that he wanted to come back as opposed to be traded to the Denver Broncos or, or whatever, um, that he was committing to what he has said all along, which is he wants to finish his career there. So unless that's changed, uh, it would require a lot more to make it happen now than it would have a year ago. And that, that includes from his end. You know, Harry and I were talking, Harry's concerned, like, or, or made the point that the Lamar Jackson's PCL, because a lot of times it's one to three weeks, people are kind of rushing past that, but... Yeah, people just okay. It's a PCL. Yeah, he's he's gonna be back in one or three weeks. Right. Like Lamar Jackson doesn't utilize his legs the way we're used accustomed to seeing him utilize his legs. Why are people just brushing off the PCL injury? Like, hey, he's just gonna be back in one or three weeks. I think it's because most people are not orthopedists. <laughs> I think I think that's the reason, right? See, because and, like and Gross, you hear I've been through an ACL, yeah. MCL, meniscus, and a bone. Yeah, you fracture. are an orthopedist. I, I, that's I, what I'm I saying. Know what that those injuries are like. Uh, but most people are not NFL players, so Correct. you know people hear, oh, it's not an ACL. Oh, what a relief, right? I mean, but the PCL, Ezekiel Elliott played through one last year and was clearly not the same runner that he used to be yep. when he. Ha- I mean, so we've seen it affect guys, and that's the thing. Like he could Lamar could miss a week, miss two weeks, miss three weeks, and come back and still not be the player they need him to be physically because that thing will linger right I mean that's not he's not going to spend two weeks sitting around and then all of a sudden things healed like it's going to affect him the rest of the year so how do the Ravens work around that uh it, it's a it's a it's a big one like their schedule sets up you know they, they should be able to beat some of these teams that are in front of them uh while he is out but it's no sure thing and once he comes back is he going to be the Lamar they need him to be to win playoff games. I think there's a legitimate question about before that. Before we before you get out of here, Dan, the Rams, Les needs Sure Love's number one overall picks at quarterback, right? <laughs> Goff, 
to <laughs> Stafford, Stafford to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield but, you wow. know, Stafford's career is so interesting. He always had sort of, for many years, it felt like he had top five arm talent. Yeah. And he took a bad team farther than they ought to have gone sure. sometimes, but was on a lot of bad teams. What would happen if he got to a good team? Won the Super Bowl he and sure made great did. plays down the stretch, right? And now he's hurt, and the team looks like it's going to have a problem for a couple of years based on all the draft picks they gave up. What's Matthew Stafford's future, do you think? I think that's a great question. Like, I mean, personally, like you can try and put yourself in Matthew Stafford's head and say, hey, what do I have to prove? I won the Super Bowl. I've done, you know, if it's if it's a neck injury, a neck injury like that's scary. Like, I don't know the extent of it or the severity of it or whatever the specifics. But neck injury gets my attention. And if you tell me I have a neck injury, am I going to want to play professional football? I got to think that over. So I look, I mean, that's why I didn't play because fear of a neck injury. I decided exactly. not to play professional same, football. Same thing. Yeah, I woke up too, one day right? and my, I had slept wrong and my yeah, neck and hurt. Yeah, a crink in so my neck. Like, you know what? I will not pursue my dream of being an NFL look, player. Got, as difficult as that was. I got three things when it comes to the Rams. Especially right? when you're undrafted, Harry. Dan and I were undrafted. Yeah, but, but Aaron you know, Donald. Gritty. Yeah. Is he going to retire? Good question. Sean McVay. Is he going to go to the broadcasting? Good booth? question. And Matthew Stafford. Those are three things I yeah. think a lot of people aren't questions that we're going to look back right now. We're going to look back on this as the most random looking Super Bowl title of yes. all time because we're like on either side of it. Like what were they, like like for the next six years the Rams were like the worst team in the league. But they but, but they, they built did it. to it though. They built to it. They yeah, were yeah, good yeah, for yeah, a absolutely. Long time. And look, I mean, if the, if these guys do come back, then you could rebuild around them real quickly. But there is a sense I think that the Rams could be in for a rough stretch, which you know at least they won that. That is Dan Graziano. After winning three straight, can Derek Carr and the Raiders make a real push for the playoffs? Sure, why not? Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us there. You can listen to KJM on your smart speaker as they play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And when this man, D. Wood, is in the house, Damian Woody, I always like when they play Biggie. Because you look and sound like Biggie Smalls, except not from New York. He's so sick of people saying that. Oh no, nah, you know what? That's that's no nah, Biggie. Like, listen, I was come on. I man, was telling people. Like I was telling people like when, when I, uh, you know, when you had the rookie initiation. Yeah, uh-huh. that's who. That's when I had to get in front of the team and do, that's what you had do to my do? song. Yeah, I did. I did Biggie, man. So. Why wouldn't you? What are you kidding? If you're Kobe yeah. Bryant, you model your game after Michael Jordan. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So it does. Like, like that's. I'm all good with it. Yeah, of course. Baby, baby. Woody, Woody, give me one more chance. Woody, Woody, give me one more chance. When you hear Jay Z, and Jay Z is the goat, you know, the greatest rapper of all time, and everything. But Jay Z got the crown because Biggie passed. Right, like that left the spot open. Biggie was on top. All right. There you go. See, yeah, that's some yeah. D. Wood music. It even, it even looks go. right. There it feels right. The go. vibe is right <laughs> for we, D. Wood. We got the vibe right right now. After winning three straight, Wood, can Derek Carr and the Raiders actually make a playoff push or is it too late? No, they can. I mean, I think if you look at their schedule, their schedule is not very daunting down the stretch. And I think Josh McDaniel has finally figured out, like, it's plays. It's players, not not you know, not plays. There you go. It's players, and who has he been featuring? He's basically been featuring two guys, <laughs> Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, who leads the league in rushing. There right. you go. It's like okay, this coaching thing's not hard. Let me give it to my best players, and good things will happen to you. So, the Raiders are a team that they have a slim margin margin for error, but they can find it. They can find their way in, uh, sneak their way into the wild card spot. So at this point, I love these kind of real-world experiments. I don't care what anyone says. I know you won two Super Bowls with Coach Belichick or Brady. Uh, right now, the answer is Brady. Bel- Belichick, 
going on year nine, one playoff win in his career without Brady well, on, as a head on, coach. Max, hold on, I, I yeah. see that facial expression. Woody, expand on that. Well, well, well he don't want to get bogged down because in because he, he, we had. We had the same discussion yeah. the last last week when I came. Right, exactly. And I don't <laughs> right, want to get right. I don't want to get sidetracked. I'm just saying, <laughs> Wood knows. I'm I'm making a reference to it because Wood knows that that I like these world real world experiments. Yes. Nothing's perfect. It's not that Brady put himself in a great position. Belichick didn't have a lot on the roster. No, he's the GM. But here's a real world experiment: take Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Let's split them up. See who needs who more. Who misses who more? Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers? Well, I would have to say Aaron Rodgers. I would have to say Aaron Rodgers, but that, that rookie is coming along. Christian Watson, he's coming along now. But clearly, I think you, if you look at, like, which organization is, is you know, trending upward, right now it's, it's, the, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. And I, I'll say the difference in that, though, too. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers has to understand this as a quarterback because he doesn't like motion. He doesn't like all kind of things moving. But you got to understand, when you have a Devontae Adams – that can go out there and beat your corner one-on-one at any given time, that can beat double teams, that can beat triple teams, yeah, you don't have to use that motion. But when you have guys that may be a little more deficient than the, than a Devontae Adams, that's when you have to use the motion. You have to use the shifts to gain a competitive advantage from that standpoint. Well, I, I think what I really wonder with, with Aaron Rodgers is if he had spent the offseason with those guys, where would the Green Bay Packers be right now? Look at his QBR, Wood. Look at, he, his Q, look at his QBR. We, I'm sorry, we have this up on ESPN2 right now. Rodgers' QBR last year with Devontae Adams, 72. This year without him, 42. 72 is like, oh my God, you're the best ever. 42 is your below average. And Adams' receptions, meantime, same thing. 80 last year, 79 this year. Through the same number of games, right? We, through week 13. 1,083 yards last year, 1,176 yards this year. Same thing. And by the way, receiving touchdowns five last year, 12 this year. If anything, Adams is better than he was last year. Devontae, uh, Wood, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, you were in the middle of something. Tell him how important the offseason is, Wood. Well, that's what I was talking about with Aaron Rodgers. Like the offseason, like if Aaron Rodgers had spent the offseason with those young receivers, just getting into work because championships are won in the offseason. You know, those are valuable reps. Where would Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers be right now if he had just spent the offseason working with those young receivers? Now, what he's saying you don't have to be that every day, Aaron Rodgers. But when you lose a Devontae Adams and then you have two young rookies coming in, you have Sammy Puppies. Watkins, that's three guys you have coming in that have not been in this system. You have to be there as a starting quarterback because you know what it does? It helps them gain confidence. Yeah, Christian well. Watson, by the way, when they draft him, I was like, oh, that's one of those sneaky Green Bay second-round picks going to wind up being one of the best receivers in the game. Size, speed, the whole thing. Took him a while to get. It reminds me of the Golden State Warriors, Wiseman and Kaminga and these guys. We're going to draft young, and we're going to not miss a beat and plan for the future. But, boy, you better hope those dudes develop in time. Right. Because, because, yeah, because right now I, <laughs> I would have yeah. shipped all of them for KD right about now. Right. So, so I'm thinking about just more about this Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers stuff because it seems to me, D, what I have a theory going now. And okay, it makes sense the with the vertical passing game since the beginning of football getting more and more and more important. Quarterback's most important guy on the team. It's never been close. I think at this moment in time, the dominant wideout, the alpha wideout, is, has put distance between himself and everyone else. It's like quarterback, his top wide out, and then everyone else. I look around the league, 
at what they did with Joe Burrow. Got him Jamar Chase, right? Like, oh my God, look at that. I look at Devontae Adams with Rodgers, what that looked like, what it looks like without him. Now give Devontae to Derek Carr. What does that look like? Tyreek Hill goes to Tua. Look at Tua all of a sudden. A.J. Brown goes to Jalen. Look at Jalen. Diggs goes with Allen. Oh my God, look at the improvement. The only guy immune to that, it seems, is is Patrick Mahomes, although as as Key and Harry and other receivers point out, his number one, was his number one is actually Kelsey. Like, is the dominant wide out now it used to be well it's the defensive end or it's the left tackler is, is the dominant wide out by far the number two guy behind the quarterback well I, I think the rules of the game has made it made it such where the wide out has become like that that important I always say the game at the, the game is still very basic you gotta have you gotta be able to throw it you gotta be able to block them and you gotta have guys that can get after the opposing quarterback so the wide receiver I think is in that that top mix right there. Whatever way you want to put it, the wide receiver has definitely elevated his position as far as the hierarchy is concerned. I love my wide outs, but I'm a, I got to go to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, give me a guy that can rush that passer that people are scared of and, and, and can go get that quarterback, that can go get Patrick Mahomes, that can go get Joe Burrow and them guys. And I'm saying, like, first. I'll take Micah Parsons over all the receivers, right? I of get course. that, but uh, LT over all the receivers. But those are those guys. I think the wide but receiver is next a, after that defense. End. I see. I don't I think even. It's I think it's now. the wide receiver, and I don't even think it's close. And I grew up a Giants fan. You know what I mean? But I, dude, you talk about Devontae Adams. Look at those numbers, <laughs> D Wood. Whew. All right, that is D Wood, and we certainly miss him when he's not here. Thank you, D Wood, as always. When am I getting you on this just in? Stop giving me a bunch of excuses. Uh, I got to go back to Jersey it and all this. Me. It's not me. Crying out loud. You Duncan. might have to take it up with, the, with, with, with other people, not me. Damian Woody, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday night football is always a hot ticket. We have Raiders and Rams tonight. Those are two franchises looking like they're going in opposite <laughs> directions right now. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Niners are a Super Bowl team with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Take it or shake it is next. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay. Take it or shake it is brought to you by Granger. Shannon, take it away. All right, first take it or shake it. First take it or shake it topic here. What? Take it or shake it. Here we go. Sean McVay can save Baker Mayfield's career. Max, take it or shake it. I'm going to take it. I think that. By saving his career, it doesn't mean as a starter in the NFL, but it, but like he could be a, he could have a long career as a, as a top backup kind of sometime starter, maybe a starter for the right franchise if the opportunity presents itself and he can lead the locker room. I think Sean McVay will do good for him. So are we saying that? He can save his career for him to be a backup or save his career so he can be a starter? No, he could have a long NFL career, in other words. Well, I'm going to shake it. Okay. I got to shake this. I look at Baker Mayfield. Before this season started, coming into into the season, since 2018, nobody threw more interceptions interceptions than Baker Mayfield. He has six right now, only six touchdowns, only 1,300 yards, and he's only completing 57% of his passes. If he wasn't a number one overall draft pick, we wouldn't even be talking about Baker Mayfield. But he was good with Stefanski, though. Yeah, one year. Yeah, all right. So now he has McVay. That the point is, he's the kind of guy got to be in the right situation. But he's got a strong, accurate arm. Has to make better decisions. Has to lead a locker room better. He's still young. I think that a a, a stint with McVay is going to help him. All right, Harry doesn't listen. Harry, I know you played in the league for ten years. Again, you know what I've done. <laughs> all right, Harry, stick a fork in him. He's done. B. Okay, all right, Harry, take it or shake it. The San Francisco 49ers are a Super Bowl team with Brock Purdy under center. Take, take it or shake it. I'm taking this right take now that, because they, they, have the, they have the number one defense in football right now. You look at the surrounding players, Debo Samuel, Brenda Ayuk, Kyle Juszczyk, Kristen McCaffrey, Trent Williams, uh, George Kittle. I go back to 2019 when this team went to the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo in one playoff game threw 19 passes. The second one, he threw eight passes, and this team still got to the Super Bowl. So the supporting cast and the surroundings of this football team will allow it to still be a Super Bowl contender. Shake it all day long. No rookie quarterbacks ever won a Super Bowl. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be the first one. And, and not only that, here's the thing right now. All the guys, I know they've had bad backups, this and that, whatever. Trey Lance was the third overall pick in the draft. Uh, they San Francisco can't buy a win without Garoppolo you know, since he's been there, and they win all the time with him. Now we have another real-life experiment, experiment I like, guys. Let's see Brock Purdy get him to the playoffs and advance in the playoffs because every single time Garoppolo advances, he'd advance this year too. Let's see him do it. Let's see him do it. I'm not trying to hear it. Was it because of Garoppolo though? Uh, well, yes, because without him, they can't do it. Max. So is Brock? Did Brock Purdy Max, look good to you? The defense was phenomenal last so year. So why can't they win without Just him? Listen to me though. Okay, the defense was phenomenal him? last year against Green Bay. They blocked huh? a damn punt, man. Why can't they win without touchdown? him? Why can't they win without him? I don't know, but it's just something that. <laughs> yeah, named Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> you just got to give the man his props. He. What's the most important thing? Read the defense quick. Get the ball out accurately. He does both. Well, those I was things. an advocate, like coming into this season, that hey. I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback and not Trey Lance because I thought they had a better chance well, than Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's see Brock Purdy do it, and I will change my tune. Go ahead. 
All right, moving on here on Take It or Shake It or Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger. The next topic for Harry Douglas. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles have the best offense in the NFL. Take it or shake it. I'm going to take it take because that. of take that, that run guy. game. That run game, that offensive line, who I think is the best offensive line in the National Football League. You look at those weapons. The addition of A.J. Brown has been phenomenal, and nothing was better than a celebration of him against my Tennessee Titans. Yes, I say my because I played for him for three years. You know, hey, you know I love you, but I still got to whoop you, right? I still got to give you this whooping. That was phenomenal celebration. Um, I like this run game as well, and Jalen Hurts is included in this run game. But I will say this. The Cincinnati Bengals are right on their heels. That's why if you said NFC, I'll take the Eagles. If you say NFL, give me Cincinnati <laughs> all day, every day. Look, Eagles have a better roster than everyone in the, the – two, the two teams coming into the season, NFC Eagles, AFC Bills. When you look at their roster, front to back, both sides of the ball, the whole thing, it's those two teams. The Bills have not lived up to it quite. The Eagles have, right? But if we're just talking straight offense – Man, you ain't stopping them boys in Cincinnati. When you got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Boyd, and Joe Cool back there with Mixon, you know they're putting it on teams without Mixon and Jamar Chase. Can you tell uh, Steve Spagnola that for the Kansas City Chiefs so he can stop putting these guys in man coverage? Yeah, but you could cover whoever. (laughs) Do you understand? They would be the reigning Super Bowl champions. Burrow to Chase. I'm like 99% sure that happens. If not for the greatest players since Lawrence Taylor making consecutive incredible plays, they'd already be champs. You ain't stopping no Cincinnati Bengals offense. All right, next here. Let's go to the hardwood on uh, Take It or Shake It. Harry, the Boston Celtics are the best team in the NF- NFL. Wow. The Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA. They're so Take good. They are the best team it. in the NFL. Yeah, they might be. Take it or shake it. Celtics, best team in the NBA. Harry, what you got? Take it. Take it. We seen last night what they did against the Phoenix Suns. Like that was, a, that was an embarrassment. But Jason Tatum right now, when it comes to the NBA, <clears throat> is the MVP of the league at this moment. Mm. Who? Giannis Antetokounmpo. No. Let I'm me taking, say one I'm thing. I'm taking Tatum. Let me say right, this. Right the now. best player in basketball is Giannis. And that there's there's consensus about that. Um, Tatum is playing great. You know what's interesting about Tatum? A couple, like a year or two ago, in the last couple of years, if he outplayed KD, that's the story. Oh my God, Tatum played as well as KD. This year, when KD plays as well as Tatum, that's the story. That tells you a dude's arrived, right? Mm-hmm. But Giannis be both sides of the floor. <laughs> like, he's got the chip. He's got the did MVPs. Giannis, did Giannis play last night? Yeah. Or, or was he watching? Was he chewing gum on the sideline? Was he, was he eating popcorn? I mean, I, I hear you. Jason Tatum was out there balling against Chris Paul, against yeah, Devin you know Booker in that company. You know what? This is what <laughs> what uh, Bob Gibson, I believe it was, yeah, it was Bob Gibson was asked, what's the greatest catch he ever saw? Mm-hmm. He said, the greatest catch is like the prettiest lady. The last one you saw is the best you ever saw, right? Like Tatum's the last last dude you saw, and that's it. Go ahead. All right, last and certainly not least here, the Dallas Cowboys should pass on signing Odell Beckham Jr. Harry, take it or shake it? I'm going to take it. it. I'm going to take it. Take that. I'm going to take it with the simple fact that I love the emergence of this team right now. I love the way C.D. Lamb is playing as a number one. Also, the how Micah Gallup is coming into his own since, you know, getting over that injury or whatnot. I like the tough catches he's been able to make. But this offense is a run-first offense. Um, they they use a, utilize the tight ends a lot within this offense. So I think they don't need Odell Beckham Jr., but if they got him, 
it would be a big bonus, but they don't. Here's need the wide it. receiver rankings on the ESPN two on ESPN two right now. They're 24th in receiving yards. They're they're like toward the second back half of the league in most statistics. Do they need Odell? Yeah, going not just this year, but going forward. Even if he can't make it for the play, but going forward, you don't need Odell. Look, Odell at his best, or even not quite at his best, better than CD Lamb's ever been. Probably better than CD Lamb's ever going to be. And CD Lamb is good. If Odell's eighty percent of what he used to be, oh, you want him? I don't know if you need him. You want him with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call or click Granger. Dot com or just stop by. I'm going to tell you why anything less than two championships for Judge and the Yankees is a failure. Coming up. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.